0: Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: All right, so we are here in Covina, California at Charter Oak High School. Today's episode, we have a very special guest to get to be joined by Oregon cornerback signee Solomon Davis. How we doing, man? Thanks for taking the
2: time. I'm doing good today, sir. It's great to be here. Great to be with you. And I appreciate you taking time time of the day to come speak with me.
1: Absolutely, man. Yeah, I definitely uh, wanted to hit the road not too far from uh, from Long Beach where I'm at now. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to, to come by and talk to you, get to learn a little bit more about you and, and tell some of your story. Um, so we'll definitely talk some ducks. We'll talk about your high school season a little bit, and then, uh, maybe a little bit kind of what, what the future is looking like at Oregon. So I think the high school level is a cool place to start out. Um, just because I wasn't personally able to come see you this year. Tell me a little bit about your, your senior year and and how you feel like things went for you.
2: Um, you know, I definitely feel like, uh, we had a good senior year, me uh, as a player, and then me as a team, as a whole, you know, we finished our season 10 and 0, um, it definitely ended a little bit shorter than we would have wanted. We ended up losing in the first round to a really good team, uh, Your Belinda, And so it ended earlier than we wanted, but there's definitely some memories I'll never forget. And we definitely had a good, fun season overall.
1: Yeah, so I think kind of from some of the people that I've talked to, I feel like playing at a school like Charter Oak or, you know, in, in your guys' league, you maybe fly a little bit under the radar in, in the bigger scope of of Southern California high school football. Um, you guys had a great season, ended a little bit earlier than you said, than you wanted to, like you mentioned. Um, but what were maybe some of the highlights
2: for you as uh, as a player? Um, You know, uh it was, there was definitely a lot of highlights for this year because um, Charter Oak definitely has a long pedigree and tradition of some great football teams, some great athletes. And so we had a we had a few down years. And so it was good to come back this year in a sense and kind of bring the legacy that Charter Oak has always had kind of back. And so, you know, it was an honor to be a part of the team that was kind of bringing the school back to where all the athletes in the past had had it. So it was it was great this year.
1: You said that Charter Oak has a, you know, a standing history, a, a good pedigree. So, some people on the outside would maybe look at that and kind of view it as pressure. But maybe as a player, you know, it's kind of an honor to, to try to be able to strive for that. How, how do you kind of wrap your head around that?
2: A hundred percent. It's an honor, you know, just to be able to come in here every day and work with some coaches that have worked with some very good athletes in the past. And, you know, definitely Charter Oak, were very interactive with past athletes, you know, dudes in college and in the league will come back. You know, they'll get work with us. And just to be able to work out with them, get some knowledge from them, you just, you just can just tell, like, everybody truly loves it here and all the people in the past, the people here now. You know, it's, it's definitely great.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a definitely a healthy relationship, healthy dynamic to have former guys come back, you know, kind of pour into you guys and, you know, uh, kind of give honor to where they came from. Did, did you have, like, a, a mentor or someone that kind of helped you
2: throughout the process as, a you know, a Division One athlete? Um, definitely, uh, there's definitely all the athletes that have came through here definitely helped a lot, but, um, from people from here, I definitely got to give biggest credits to my head coach, coach Don Farrar. I mean, he emphasizes so much, of course, about football, but more so every single day on the field and off the field, he implemented life skills to us that really couldn't be replaced by anything else. And I appreciate that very much because at the end of the day, you know, football is great and everything, but you definitely got to learn life skills, you know, just the small things. And he always emphasized that we, we always appreciated it.
1: And that's one of my favorite things about football Solomon is that it's, it feels like maybe more than other sports. I, I love other sports. You know, baseball was my first love. I went to a basketball school for college at Gonzaga, uh, but it feels like more than any other sport, football maybe prepares you for life. Where are some of those lessons kind of showing up uh, for for you? You know, now that you're wrapped up in the high school level and you're heading off to college at Oregon, what were some of those lessons for you?
2: Um, I feel like those lessons have showed up for me everywhere. Like I've learned so much from football and from coaches in the past and coaches now. Like things such as you know, getting a job and just having a very strong work ethic, being able to get up and give your best in everything you do. I mean. Things like in the classroom, I mean, I definitely take my academics very seriously, and I could almost give credits to football for that, because, you know, you got to have your grades if you want to make it far in football, too. So the lessons show up all throughout life. I mean, things like respect, you know, responsibility, accountability, those are just all big things to me that I've I've pulled from football and applied in my daily life.
1: Awesome. I love to get that insight. Um for, for you as a player now, like I was saying, I didn't get to see you in person, but I want to kind of get people up to speed. Maybe they didn't know too much about you and, and tell you, at least for my audience, until you committed to Oregon or, you know, took some visits to Oregon. Just describe yourself a little bit, you know, as a player. I know you shine as a defensive back, but at the, a lot of times in high school, you got to play both ways. Um, so just get us up to speed a little bit about, you know, what kind of a player you are.
2: Um, I definitely feel like uh, I'm a very versatile player. I mean, my whole life, my whole high school career, I've always played both sides of the ball, playing corner, returner, receiver, safety, nickel, running back. So I definitely feel like I'm a very versatile athlete. And um, another biggest part of my game, not more so playing, but I'm very competitive. So when I'm in an atmosphere like a practice type of atmosphere, you know, I feel like I I make the people around me better along with myself, which is definitely one thing I for sure take pride in. So just little things like that, I definitely think think I bring to the table.
1: Versatility is always a big plus, whatever position you're playing, right? Uh, I want to say the the plan for you at Oregon is to focus more at corner. Uh, You can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, But what what is it you you enjoy the most about playing cornerback? Because it's not an easy spot to play.
2: I mean, just like you say, corners. I, I personally think corner is the hardest position on the field. And me, I'm someone who always loves a challenge. I mean, I feel like the defensive side of the ball just comes with so much passion, so much drive. And so, for something like corner, there's so many things to it. You got to open field tackle, you have to be able to cover one on one where the receiver knows where they're going, and you have to anticipate i mean you have to it's like they're almost the most hated position i mean you can have four pass breakups but if you get beat for one touchdown everybody's gonna be on you like you suck or something but you know i i have the most fun playing corner like it's it's just so much that comes with it i have the most fun i'm very passionate about it and i feel like you could work on it so much so i love it
1: and i'm I'm gonna put you on the spot here a little bit but are are you a trash talker or do you like to let your play do the talking where are you at <laughs>
2: Uh, I I, w- I wouldn't call myself much of a trash talker. I'm definitely more more laid back. Uh, I'm I'm very fiery. So I mean, if the guy's coming at me, you know, I'm I'm gonna come back. But I, I talk with my game for sure.
1: Okay, okay. Uh, and what's what's your like favorite play or favorite sequence as a corner? Is it something as simple as uh, an interception, or could it be locking the guy down? You know, what's your kind of what gets you fired up the most?
2: Ooh, what gets me fired up the most? I I would definitely say, I mean. For me, it it might sound weird, but I would definitely say seeing my preparation of like film and study showing up on the field, showing up on the field, because I feel like that's definitely not really like as paid attention on, because like something as little as like the receiver might run a, a post route on third and 10. And you've seen that on film five times. So you jumped on it and then you picked it off. That's definitely something that hypes me up and gets me really excited when I'm on the field.
1: Okay, yeah, so kind of a, a student of the game kind of approach. I, I can definitely appreciate that. All right, so we're getting a good feel for you as a player, and now I kind of want to talk about your recruiting a little bit because uh, you definitely had you know an, an interesting recruitment uh, with uh, you know flipping uh, kind of late in the cycle. I don't know if you would call it a flip, I guess, because you reopened your recruitment after being committed to Arizona, and then you ended up uh, signing with, with Oregon. Just tell me a little bit about what it was like, kind of going through the recruiting process because a
2: lot of guys it can be stressful for some it can be exciting well, What was it like for you um I mean at the end of the day, you know at times it could for sure be stressful, but just to be able to have stress over something like recruiting is definitely a blessing and I give all my gratitude for to God for that but um yeah it it, it was it was a long journey it was at times it could be stressful at times it was exciting but at the end of the day, I learned a lot from me and I had a good time throughout the recruitment process. It was, it was great.
1: You were you were committed to Arizona for, for quite a bit uh, before flipping to Oregon. Um, just kind of walk me through it. You know, how did Oregon kind of get into the picture for you? And then ultimately,
2: why do they went out? Um. So I, I, I had been talking to Oregon. Um, I was originally supposed to go on a visit to them before I had committed to Arizona. But when I was there, I loved it. Um, I saw everything I wanted to see. So I ended up committing to Arizona. And so I, I wasn't really hearing much from Oregon. I was, um, I was going throughout the season. I was going through the season. And Coach Meat actually ended up uh, tapping back in with me. And so that's kind of where it all got started up. I started talking to Coach Meat frequently. Um, he got me in ties with Coach Landing, Coach Tosh. I started seeing them. I got to go on my visits. So it, it was definitely moving fast, but it, it was a good process with them.
1: Okay, and you got to take uh, a couple of visits out to Oregon. I want to say there were two, you know, pretty close together, like at the end of November, and then before you ultimately ended up becoming a duck. Um, we we all see pictures of the the amazing facilities, right? The the HDC, the the wall with all the gloves, all the shoes, the boxing ring, you know, whatever it is. For for someone who hasn't gotten to go behind the scenes, kind of just take us in. What what's it like to to go on a visit to Oregon and and be recruited by the Ducks?
2: Um, I, I've been on a lot of visits throughout this whole recruiting process, but I feel like I could tell you, and anyone who's been up there could tell you, it's it's a one of a kind. I mean, if we're just talking about facilities or whatever, I mean, the jerseys are cool too, but like the facilities, they're one of a kind. I mean, I'm not an architecture type of guy, but going there you, makes you kind of interested in architecture, just how unique and how different everything they do up there is. And even on the different process, I mean, on like the different side of things, like it wasn't just like walking around and looking at stuff. We got to really, you know, sit down and talk about football. I mean, their coaches are like almost, you know, they're very like very nerds of the game. And I love that. I love that we could sit down and talk football. And that's always fun, but... Yeah, the visits are great. If anybody has the opportunity to go up there and see it, go and see it for sure.
1: You're the you're the second recruit this week that's told me that Oregon's coaches are like football nerds. So, so that's uh that's fun to hear. Um let's talk about Dan Lanning a little bit because he's really got this program I think headed in the right direction. Um Obviously, the season kind of didn't end how people wanted to. Well, you end it with a win over North Carolina in the Holiday Bowl, but um, definitely losing some tough games down the stretch. Just for someone who hasn't been able to meet Dan Lanning, you know, I've, I've been able to meet him, but in like you know a press conference uh, setting. So it's maybe a little bit different than what it's like just in a one-on-one. I've heard his, you know, he's a high-energy guy. I've also heard he's a chill guy, down-to-earth guy. How would you describe your new head coach?
2: Uh, Coach Lanny is definitely an amazing person. I mean, meeting him when I first met him, it was definitely great. I mean, he he has a lot of key principles that definitely touch very close to home for me. I mean, you know, he's a big guy. He's a big guy on growth and development and on family and relationships. And those are all like really big things to me. You know, he's a down to earth guy. He's a very chill guy, like you had said. I mean, I had the opportunity for him to come to my house for a home visit and, you know, sit with my family and, you know, he was able to, you know, talk to all my, I have a big family. he's able to talk to all my siblings, you know, connect with me, connect with my parents. And, you know, he, he's definitely, he, you know, he's a great guy, he's a great family dude. And then he's really fiery and passionate when it comes on the field. Like when I got the opportunity to see them practice, I got to really see him, you know. He's a very hands-on coach. He's not just, you know, kind of standing and watching. He's in there. He's, you know, he's hyping the practice up. He's very fiery. You can tell how passionate and how much. He really wants Oregon to do well. It's, he's, he's a great guy, and he, he's going to do a great job up there for sure.
1: Yeah, it sounds like he really kind of aligns with, with what you want to see uh, in a coach from, from your perspective. Just a couple more, and then we'll maybe talk about kind of the future for you uh, and, and what's up next but we went to we went through kind of the visit at Oregon and, and what that experience is like but you said that you got to have him come by for a home visit and uh i think those are visits that from a media standpoint we definitely can't see as much of because you know you're you're not maybe post they have like the videos sometimes of like your photo shoot when you're at campus and all that what's it like to have a coach come in and you know visit your home and get to to meet with your family it seems like it's it's a lot more personal
2: yeah it- it's definitely a lot more personal, and that's why I really I really am grateful for that part of the recruiting process because, you know, it's like when he was there, it was great, but it was almost like I forgot, like, this is the head coach of Oregon right now because it was just so chill. I mean, we were just sitting down eating dinner, just just my whole family and him, and it was, it was just a great time. We were just talking about, you know, we were talking past football. We were talking about life, you know, futures goals and aspirations that we both have i mean it, it it was good to talk to him on you know a deeper level than football and just talk about kind of life in a sense
1: awesome definitely some some great perspective there on on what your experience was like let's kind of look towards the future now a little bit so you've obviously grown very close with this oregon program you're very familiar with it the coaches plenty of southern california players whether it's from this class or in the past classes already at oregon when you're looking at the opportunity in front of you to, to go to Eugene to play your college football, to, to take your next step in growing as a young man, what are you most excited about?
2: Um, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited about just the whole process. I mean, getting up there, of course, I'm, I'm excited about, you know, learning from the best coaches really in the country that I could ask for, just learning things about the game, learning things, more things about my position, you know, from Coach Meet. Having such an amazing defensive coordinator like Coach Tosh, I mean, I'll be learning every single day, getting better on the field and getting better off the field as a person. And just, I'm really excited for the process and the future that I have at Oregon.
1: Sweet. That's going to be a fun time for you, it sounds like. Uh, I mean, I, I know Eugene's a special place after living there for a couple of years. Um, how about for for kind of what's next? I know a lot of Oregon fans that are going to be listening to this. They're excited to to get you up there in that green and yellow. What What's kind of next for you, you know, maybe in the immediate future
2: and then getting out to Eugene? Um. So as of right now, the plan is, since I wasn't able to enroll in January, I will be there for the April quarter. So I'll still get to make spring ball, which was really the biggest thing at the end of the day for me to get there as early as I can. Get myself implemented into the system, start learning, start getting better, and start preparing for the season as soon as I can get up there. So the plan is to get up there for the April first quarter and get there for spring ball.
1: Okay, and then um, I think a, a unique question that I don't feel like I ask enough, um, and and you've been you know awesome on, on this interview. I really appreciate everything you've shared. A lot of people looking on the outside, they don't get to see what the recruiting process is like, you know, from a recruits perspective, you know, you can do the interviews, you can take photos and stuff, but what's maybe a part of the, the recruiting experience in today's age of college football, which has the transfer portal, which has, uh, NIL and and all these crazy aspects that people didn't have to deal with so long ago. What's a part of the recruiting experience that you think doesn't get enough attention or isn't talked about enough?
2: A hundred percent. I think one of the parts of the recruiting process that doesn't get spoke about enough is all the relationships that you make. Cause to me, at the end of the day, the world really revolves around relationships. And so with the recruiting process, you're going to meet very, like a lot of coaches, a lot of people get to learn about a lot of programs and how they do things. And a lot of those relationships, you know, you might end up going somewhere that was, wasn't one of the coaches you were talking to, but at the end of the day, you're always going to have those coaches' numbers. You're always going to see them. And football is a very small world. So, so th- throughout the whole process, you might see some of those coaches in the league. You might see them when you're playing against them. But definitely, definitely I've made some relationships throughout this process that that will never be lost. So that's a big part of the recruiting process that I think people don't talk about enough.
1: Awesome, yeah, Definitely getting to make some cool connections. And I think that that's one of the toughest parts at the same time, too, because you can only choose one school, right? You kind of hear that refrain pretty often. Uh, last one i had for you solomon um you know you're obviously excited to get out to oregon um is there like any kind of a message you want to share with with the oregon fan base about the the player the person that's going to their program and who they're going
2: to be rooting for on saturdays i mean you got someone going up there that's going to give it their all every single day in and out every minute i'm gonna be working the hardest i can get on the field as soon as possible and make an impact so Just be ready to see me there making plays for the Oregon fan base. So I'll be there.
1: Awesome. Well, really appreciate the time, Solomon. And thank you to everyone that tuned in to another episode of the Ducks Dish podcast. Go ahead and do me a favor and follow the podcast. Like, comment, subscribe, and share the podcast with everyone. You guys know that's a tremendous favor for me, tremendous way to show your support. But until next time, thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Ducks Dish podcast.